um, Bethesda banned a player right. for um, for having too much ammo. That was the story. I apologize for, for repeating, but I wanted Owen's uh, input on this, and Noah got to hear it before. So, yeah, too much. The, the, the thing that I have to be so obviously, we don't ever want people cheating. Like, if it's an online game, cheating is bad. Okay. But your player base is really small. The thing that I have to ask is, is him having, quote-unquote, too much ammo, is he exploiting something? Is he getting an advantage over other players? Like, is it a PvP thing? Is it, can he sell it? Um, but I don't know if you remember Diablo 2 oh, yeah. in the days of the Stone of Jordan. Do you remember this? Uh, I remember the stones. I don't remember the Hold on, it sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. Remind me. So, the SOJs, as we called them, because we were uh, so clever with our acronyms, uh, Stone of Jordan was a thing where you it could add uh, runes, rune spots to your weapons and stuff. So, like... Okay. Uh, I believe it, like... Yeah, I believe it was, like, a lot better stats or something. Yeah. Um, but they were currency. Like, they were used as currency because they were so useful for the game people use them to trade for your big items and so there was a way of using um a thing with like the cow the cow level leg and something like that there was some weird way where you could dupe them and so you could dupe stones of jordan have more currency and you know then use that to trade for items gotcha. and like if you got so it was a thing where if you got caught doing that you were banned sure um, so, I mean, honestly, it's probably something like Bethesda has to do it, but I also have to wonder, like, the last time we talked, there was, like, less than 30,000 people playing this game, and I'm like, man, you guys care? <laughs> yeah, at, the, at this point, they should just never update the game ever again. They're giving it away, um, they were giving it away in, uh, some stores, which I, I was gonna talk about it last week, but we talked about, so, you know, I didn't want to keep talking about stuff like this but they're giving it away if you bought a i think it was a western digital hard drive like uh external ter two terabyte hard drive so it's like a like an 80 dollars hard drive and then they give you the give you the game because they just can't they can't sell it and they're trying to get they're trying to get those whales but yeah they're they're gonna go somewhere else and it may be a bad thing for bethesda going forward in uh the new uh, elder scrolls but but that's not going to affect Elder Scrolls at all. That's true. That's true. It's really not. <laughs> like, there's no way it has any effect. They have so much money. It really doesn't matter. They they claimed, not claimed, they proclaimed mm -hmm. that this was something that they had never done before. And they just said, roll with it. Roll with us. And so maybe it ends up being a completely failed experiment or... Uh, it could be a No Man's Sky situation where let's look at it. Let's do a year in review next November and let's see where the game is yeah. at and see if they've done any improvements at all. I'd be really interested to see, you know, but it's still the worst thing they've probably ever done. Oh, sure. And, and Bethesda is not known for um, for updating and, uh, you know, and making their games better over time other than some pretty solid story DLC. But for the most part... They're known for not caring and not updating and not fixing patches and uh, fixing bugs with patches. So, yeah, uh, I think the over under on this is that they're not going to make it very much better. They're not going to, uh, you know, try to clean up that dumpster fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I just like I think they they I think they made a decent amount of money of it to be to begin with because of the uh hardcore pre-order base sure. that bethesda commands and i don't know if they're like if they remade their money on it or anything they'll never tell us but we'll see what they do with it i think it's something where they can also use it as an experiment where they now can think about you know fallout 5 and they can think about elder scroll 6 and they you know can look at their online components to their game and yeah. probably see like hey what did we do right what did we do wrong i sure there's a little bit of that there too yeah and i mean online is it's not the future it's now like to be thinking about if you were just now thinking about online as a as a game company if you're making you know triple a games i'm sorry but like mm. multiplayer is such a big deal it ends in one way or another uh and and one uh, way or another i'm gonna find you i'm gonna get you get you get you yeah. sorry 
but yeah, I mean, it's it can't be an afterthought at this point. Um, so yeah, hopefully they don't come after us, YouTube. This weekend, our collective heads wanna put an old rumor to bed. Stereotype that you've all heard how we're all just angry video game nerds. Most of us have actual jobs, kids and families and cats and dogs. Yeah, this weekend, our collective heads. This weekend, our collective heads. Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen through the powers of the Hello. internet. We're talking video games like we do every single week. And if you're not watching us on YouTube or wherever you watch us, subscribe to the places that we are. YouTube, Facebook, we're on Twitter. You can follow us and hear even more gaming stuff than our weekly show. Um, but yeah, we talk about games every single week, so you should subscribe to us and thumbs up and do whatever the things that... Whatever platform you're on, do the positive thing on that platform. That's what I say. Please, and if you know somebody else that wants to listen to us, feel free to share us with them yeah. as well. Give give the love. Um, one thing, we were just talking about Bethesda in the pre-show, because if you watch us live, you get a little bit of pre-show action as we kind of warm up. Um, and I dance. <laughs> he does dance. I should. Okay. I need to have a little quicker quicker button on that so I can switch. It's okay. Uh, and one more Bethesda story, uh, and then we'll get this out of the way before uh, before uh, I can click the button to show Owen dancing again. Or <laughs> uh, one more one more uh, Bethesda story that they are allegedly being sued. Well, they're technically being sued for the title uh, or trademark. <laughs> Red, sorry, red. Allegedly being sorry, sued. they are being sued. I apologize. They are being sued. <laughs> For uh, copyright, because they trademarked the the name Redfall, and um, Redfall one word all together, uh, which I'm assuming is a reference to the Red Guards in Skyrim and in Elder Scrolls. Uh, but Redfall is a pretty pretty uh, normal kind of. It's not even a hyphenated thing. I mean, it's just two normal words. But apparently, an author wrote a novel uh, with that oh name, Lord. and he's saying that he's apparently uh, Bethesda filed their copyright. He contacted them and said, "Hey, uh, why don't we work out something so you can use the name of my novel?" And they just never responded to him. And I think, I mean, I'm sorry, like they're not stealing his idea. Um, that's like someone suing someone because they made a workout book because it said exercise in the title or something. Redfall, I don't think is unique enough. I really don't think it's unique enough to, to, to sue over. This is stupid. Right? <laughs> this is dumb. Okay, I'm going to relate this to a story that I was actually thinking about recently. So, uh, do you know the Marvel character Legion? Yeah. Okay, there's a book called Legion, and the character in this book... Mm -hmm has multiple personalities not marvel related whatsoever not exactly superhero related but literally a character like a book named legion mm -hmm. about a character with multiple personalities and a marvel character legion yep. who has multiple personalities yep. that is very close very close this is a word yep it's it's a word made of two very common words i don't i mean I'm going to just start writing like really short novels and name them really simple things and then just sue people. I mean, apparently, if you know, this works, if this works, I mean, I, I'm going to call one door slam. It's going to get settled you know, out of court. It's, of course, it's going to get settled out of court because Bethesda doesn't. He's going to get a couple mil. No, there's no way he's going to get a couple mil. I bet he does. There's no way. If they settle out of court, he's going to get money. He's like, going to get money. It, the only, yeah, it's not. We're not talking six figures here. No, no. I was gonna say I was gonna say like in the fifty, sixty, eighty, hundred thousand dollars maybe, but I think you'd be just happy make, with that. I'd be happy makes, with that. Makes me think of that Witcher lawsuit, even though it's completely different, where that like that is the Witcher book writer versus the Witcher game makers. Yeah. But well, it's just this this thing of like, hey, wait, you guys are gonna make a crap ton of money. Instead of actually like making my own money, I'm gonna sue you for yours. Yep. yep. I mean if, like like you said, if they're close, then maybe. Um, Doom Patrol just came out on uh, DC streaming. Yeah. And I, I really liked it. I don't know if you watched it. Um, on a, Not yet. On a slight tangent when it comes to, to gaming, but uh, Doom Patrol actually came out before X-Men. But they're mm -hmm. very, very, very similar, but not similar enough 
to really have a lawsuit. It's got Brendan Fraser in it, it right? Brendan Fraser and Alan Tudyk. Yeah. And uh, and the who's Alan Tudyk plays? Yeah, is Alan Tudyk the guy in the in the bandages? Uh, no, Alan Tudyk plays Mister Nobody. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I won't give anything away, but no, he also fun. he also is narrating, so it was like the coolest thing. Like you started, mm. I just love, I love. I have this. I have the service because of Young Justice, sure. and they did a sneaky thing where they only gave us the first half of the season in January, and the second half of the season doesn't come out till April. <laughs> so I either I either cancel the service for a couple months or I start watching Titans. Dude, Control. that is that is so smart because most people are just gonna do exactly what you did and go, eh, I'll just let it let it let it roll because you don't want to forget. No, no, you want it to be there. So, yeah, I, I figured you'd had the access. But um, additionally, I guess uh, Umbrella Academy is also out and Umbrella Academy watched is that already. similar. I haven't I haven't watched it, but I mean, it has a, they both have a kind of a similar, similar story from like a very, very, very uh, cursory standpoint. But you're not going to I mean, none of them are going to sue. No, no, it's just no. I mean, Umbrella is its own comic. Umbrella it's, its, its own dark horse comic with the uh, My Chemical Romance guy did it. Yeah, yeah. no, they're, they're they're not even close to like no. the same. But Doom Patrol, I mean, you have uh, super powered misfits all collected in a giant mansion in New York by a man in a wheelchair. Okay, that's that's a little close to the X Men. Yeah. Except, yeah. But there's enough differences that no one's ever sued uh, that I know of. Let me know in the comments. Well, I mean, sue. Yeah. Well, I mean, whenever you think about that, though, it's like, look at DC versus Marvel oh, yeah. for Man Thing in, per in in perpetuity. Like, there's everything, <laughs> everything that is, yeah, like everything that is in DC is in Marvel in some way or fashion. Like, there's not if we want to like look for Batman's and look, you know, it's like Batman and Iron Man, even though like. It's clearly a different thing, but it's like, hey, rich guy turned himself into a superhero. Rich guy after with some... no power. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, no. Let's talk about some really sad news, though, because oh. um, should we go sad or should should we go? No, I, I wanted to lead with this. You want to lead with this? Okay. I think it's the most. It's important the end thing. of an era. Reggie yeah. is stepping down. Uh, his body is no longer ready. No Actually, longer he ready. said his body was ready. Oh, but... I had to find the clip to play. Uh, I could turn on uh, volume, but I don't want to get uh, copyrighted. No, yeah, that's but okay. But the, the, the audible, like, just silence after he said my body's ready there is just hilarious. But it's the end of an era. I mean, this man, not only has he generated so many memes, but uh, he's just unapologetically awkward and, and trying to be charismatic. But, I mean, seriously. And he's fantastic. He, I, 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 love, I love his positivity. And the fact that people make fun of him and he just keeps going and he just doesn't care. I just, like, I just like the way that he always bought into it. And you're playing some of the best stuff on the screen oh, yeah. right now. The thing with the watch, the my body is ready. The guy has all like has always been in. Yeah. You never felt like he was just an executive at Nintendo. You felt like he was... Uh, he was an executive, obviously, but a nerd there. Yeah. Like you can tell, he's not a hardcore gamer or anything, but he cares about these products. He does. He does. Uh, it's really, really sad. And I mean, like he he was there during the, like not Nintendo's like Super Prime or anything, but the Wii is one of the most like the most successful console of all time. Mm -hmm. uh, there for the downturn of the Wii U, and then back for the Switch, and he's been there that whole time, just just that smile on his face just mm -hmm. that awkward like his <laughs> face is very recognizable uh -huh. i don't know like the second that i read that news i was like oh no and and how, he he really went out on top i mean did he start during Wii or was it gamecube it was Wii, right Star i feel like it was Wii. yeah Star uh, and i mean he's come out on t i mean he obviously started strong uh had the the lull of the wii u which i loved my wii u i know it was a misunderstanding i feel it was a misunderstood console and yeah. I, I feel like it, it shouldn't it shouldn't have been competing with the current gen uh, platforms. But then uh, launching the Switch, having an amazing launch with that, and then dropping Fortnite on that just and with crossplay is just hilarious to me. Like I feel like he just like mic dropped and now he's out. Um, but two thousand three. Two thousand three. So was that during the game? That was GameCube. When did the week come out? Sure when did the week? Uh, you can double check that. But the um, his successor. Uh, two thousand six. So he entered during the, the GameCube time. Um, 
and his success his successor is going to be President Bowser. I I kept I read it and I thought it was a joke. You can't make this you stuff up. You cannot make it up. I I thought it was a joke. I re, I read it. I reread it. No, the man the man's last name is Bowser. Um, so good for him. Uh, and I I really hope he dresses up as Bowser like during like the like some, you know that should be his thing. Like just own it. There's a couple awesome things about Mr. Bowser. One, he has an awesome last name, com- like paired with a completely normal first name. His first name is Doug. <laughs> okay. His name is Doug Bowser. Second, his Twitter handle. If you go and look at his Twitter handle, he is at the true Bowser. Okay, dude, that's pretty has owned baller. it from the beginning. <laughs> that is really baller because he's just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm Bowser. I got this. Man, be uh, but uh, this guy, it's not like they just got him out of nowhere. He's the head of sales and marketing at Nintendo. So uh, obviously he's had a pretty successful couple of years. Yep. Yeah. With with the switch and everything. I mean, yeah, he's had he's had quite a bit of uh, uh, of time to work on this. Sorry, I'm just uh, adjusting something real quick, making sure that sure. I can making sure that I can look at uh, my notes because they went out went away. Um, yeah. he, like you said, he's had some successful years and I'm, I'm curious and, and interested to see what he's going to do and what he's going to, to bring to the table. Um, I hope, I want to see his first direct and I want to see him dressed up as Bowser. Oh, I really hope he does. That's what I want. I would, I would like, I mean, just as awkward as it can get, like wear the, like a Bowser cape or, you know, just, <laughs> just completely go all in on it and like, just wear that every single time we see him in any publicity, right? It's like you're just in a regular press conference or something because Nintendo does their very serious Japanese press conferences. Have him just show right. up and have a cape on during it. It would just be amazing. I would I would be happy. Obviously, we want him to succeed because uh, Nintendo, again, is killing it the last three years. But still, uh, and, you know, props to Reggie. The way that he said it... Um, he wants to go hang out with his family. I'm sure that he's had a very busy 15 years at a company like Nintendo. Yeah. Um, it was just very sudden. It wasn't like the writing was on the wall or anything, at least from somebody who's like not tuned into the industry. But it seemed like everybody was pretty surprised. Yeah, I think he's he's been... I think part of it's because he's just been an institution. I mean, how yeah. do you... Him and Shuhei, man. Yeah, yeah it's... It's sad. I mean, don't do it, Tony. Don't take away shoot. Hey, yeah, it's it's really it's really sad. I mean, we, I'm curious to see what'll happen with uh, with Nintendo going forward. I mean, not that Reggie was, I will say, he has had some um, some missteps, sure, but it's sure. it's sad having this guy go. He's he was a great uh, he's a great addition uh, to the cast of uh, of developers and publishers and everything. So, not that I know anything about how Nintendo is run now, but uh, have you read Console Wars? Uh, I have. Yeah. Okay. So you look at Console Wars, and whenever you look at Reggie, how much how much was a how many things were missteps on Reggie's part, and how many things were Nintendo proper in Japan being like, this is how it's going to be, and you're going to be the face over here in America, like. I always wonder about that kind of thing now. Like, has Nintendo changed at all yeah. in that regard, or is it still very much Japanese-centric company? With even though, like, the money it seems to me yeah. is in a, in the states, but what do I know? Well, I think I think you're always going to have that that divergence between the two, between mm-hmm. uh, Nintendo proper and Nintendo of America. I mean, you're going to have a difference mm-hmm. there. Um, but I personally would like to see. And I, I think we're, we're we've kind of seen it over the past year or so. Um, it's become, it's focused more on the Japanese side of the house, and at least that's the way I kind of feel about it. But either way, I want the messaging to be the same. Like here, yeah. there, I want all the games to be the same. Which is the only, the really only negative thing that I can say about him, other than him being a goofball, which isn't that negative, um, is uh, sometimes he had a disconnect when it came to uh, gamers and games being brought over to America. Uh, he has changed. He had changed his tune about it in recent years. But there was the famous thing about him them asking for uh, for Earthbound and everything over here, and he's like, nobody really wants to play Mother or Mother Three or so. I mean, honestly, he's not wrong. It didn't sell that well. I think that I think exactly it was... when they, whenever they brought over Mother Zero or whatever it yeah. was, and it 
did nothing. They're in. It's like you wanted Mother Three, and you won't even buy this game. Earthbound, so. yeah, Earthbound was uh, was good on Wii U. I mean, that's fine. Mm -hmm. but he should have he should have phrased that in a better way. Um, another <laughs> thing that someone should have phrased uh, better. Apparently, there's a. a actually, no, I'm gonna skip uh, skip that. Sorry. Uh, let's okay. talk. Let's talk about uh, dreams. Because Dreams is getting yeah. uh, creator early access mode spring for thirty dollars, and I'm I'm confused. I've been digging. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way about this that I did when they announced uh, Nintendo Switch Online when they first announced it. When mm -hmm. everyone was just kind of scrambling and saying, "Okay, but what 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 is this? What do we get?" In this case, do you get the game? Do you get the full game? That's the thing that I've been wondering all week, and I've been looking into it all week, and I have not found a different story. I even asked some people on Twitter about it, um, got a response where it's like, I'm not sure. Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I'm really wondering, this is, so what you're getting is the Dream Studio, mm -hmm. or whatever they're, what are they calling it? Dreams Creator. Dreams creator. They're calling it Dreams Creator, which means, if for those of you who don't know what Dreams is, it's a lot like, uh, is it Little Big Planet? Is that the game I'm thinking of? Um, where you can where you can make games inside of it? You, yeah, you can make little. Yeah, but it's it's Little Big Planet's a lot more limiting. Um, I'm trying to. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's like a Little Big Planet, but to an extreme where you sure. can th theoretically create whatever you want. Yeah, and I'm really excited to see sets, what people yeah, make. Yeah, right. But uh, they're so they're giving this out for thirty dollars. Uh, you get the early access to this creator, but the thing that they made no indication of is so does that mean you get dreams proper by paying $30 now and buying into it early are they separate SKUs yeah. where you're always going to be able to buy creator but the game is the game going to be $60 when it comes out I really hope I have not. no idea yeah I really hope that because they haven't announced the full price of the game right no I'm really hoping uh it just in my opinion I'm really hoping that uh that dreams is really cheap, like maybe even free, and then the the creator studio is what costs, because I think a lot of people would want to go into that, and maybe you get to buy skins Minecraft, you know, um, Fortnite style, where you can buy some skins to as the players, whatever. I don't know. I think there's there's there may be not skins, but you could buy assets. Sure. Buy assets or something. I mean, like asset packs. Yeah, something like that, because that could make a lot of money. Um, uh, what was it like the RPG Maker? I don't know if you ever messed around with that. Like yeah. on, yeah, I never messed around with it, but yeah, I know RPG it. Maker and like on uh, on PC, like like there at one point it was RPG Maker or another similar uh, game uh, thing that you had the suite was either free or it was really cheap, and then you bought asset packs, you bought art packs, the entire, uh, and that was right. how they made most of their money. Um, it may be a way for them to, you know, to milk out whales in this. But either way, the the games look really interesting and diverse. Like I, it doesn't look. Um, I don't know. Like even the lighting, even the lighting on some of these looks so different. As down as I am on this game, simply because uh, for those who don't know what Dreams is, it's made by. Media Molecule, and it's been in development since 2012. Uh, I don't want to be down on it at all. It's super cool. I just don't... This is a really weird thing for Sony. Like, Sony doesn't generally do early access games, except they have done, like, some things on some free-to-play. Um, I'm trying to remember the last one. I think it was... Uh, was it Jaffe's game with the Drawn to Death? Was that Jaffe's game? I think so. Uh, Drawn to Death's the last thing I can think of where there was an early access to that that was on the PlayStation. Um, but this is a first party studio game that they have given quote unquote early access to. And what it seems like they're doing is they're saying, hey, people create some stuff for us so that when the game comes out, <laughs> there's a sample pack up here that's like, hey, look at everything that you can make because. Mm -hmm. You guys are the creators. Yeah. Uh, that's what I get out of this. But the fact that I don't know how much the game is going to be, if I get, like, I'll pay. Like, I'm never going to create a Dreams game. I'm going to say that right now. I have no artistic bones in my body. Uh, I'll pay $30, though, if it gets me the game. Absolutely. Yeah, 30, yeah. 30 bucks is a decent price for, for this and uh, access 
all these different creations, and I, I really hope there's a way that they're going to curate um, those, you know, those games like you know, rating style, like, and a way mm-hmm. to search them, so that way you could, you know, say I want a platformer, uh, mm-hmm. a really good platformer, and then it's like let's search platformers for high ranking, whatever. That'd be really cool. I think it'd be really interesting. <laughs> so I had this random thought that somebody is going to remake Final Fantasy VII inside of Dreams before the first episode of Final Fantasy VII. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, someone better someone better at least remake the opening cinematic to that game. I mean, that would be just so amazing and iconic and just... Uh, yeah, I don't think they'll make the whole thing, but... Opening cinematic? Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> hey, did you know there was, like a, there was a Razer game store? I did know there was a Razer game store. I didn't. I knew what Razer was. Sure. They make some good gaming products. They do. I mean, I'm a Logitech guy, personally. Uh, also, as for, in, in, in terms of other hardware, I've discovered I like the Asus Re- Republic of Gaming stuff, and I like hmm. Logitech's things as a personal preference. Yeah, I, I actually, yeah, I do like Asus. done some really good stuff. Um, I inadvertently have been getting Dells, like... Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they've just been pretty solid. Um, and I say that because I just happen to have one here and my laptop that I was trying, that I got was a Dell and my work PC is a Dell, but it's going to switch out, but not an alienware. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. They bought alienware. I think for, uh, for the gaming laptop or the laptop. I think Dell bought alienware. Yeah. Mine's not, uh, mine's not alienware though, Mm. but it's, it's decent. Um, Mm -hmm. but either way, either way, um, yeah, the Razer Game Store is shutting down, though. Um, so the only reason I put this on the docket was because we've seen a rise of these companies that are deciding to open up their own stores. Uh, re- most recently, we saw Epic's thing. Mm-hmm. The difference between Epic and Razer, though, is much like Steam, Steam made games, and then they took that and put that into making a platform that then housed other games. Epic makes games and then took that and put that into a thing where we're going to house other games. Razer makes gaming hardware. Mm -hmm. I think that there's the disconnect. Yep. I think there's, there's a huge disconnect. And I think that, uh, I don't know. I guess I think they thought that, oh, we do games. So we're going to know what we're doing with this. I don't know. Because I and I'm wondering how long until we hear about Discord's game service closure. Um, I, I don't know if you use Discord at all, or if you even knew that they have games. Uh, I didn't know that they had games. I briefly, okay. I mean, I briefly have, uh, yeah, have have used Discord, but not that much. Yeah. Discord is the standard for multiplayer gaming uh, on PC uh, in particular, and in some other cases too. I used it on uh, Final Fantasy XIV, mm-hmm. which I played on PlayStation, but I used it. Uh, as the as the voice speak it's the new team speak sure um but they also started doing uh games uh last year i believe and you don't hear about it because there's been a couple of times where they have like some timed exclusives on some indie games um but i'm wondering whenever they're just going to stop putting money into it again like epic started theirs after they made two billion dollars in 2018 <laughs> uh i don't know where razor was sitting on that i only threw that in there just because i find it extremely interesting there's going to be a whole bunch of these people trying to make their own platforms you've, you've seen it with origins you've seen it with epic you've seen it um obviously everybody uses and has steam and the only ones that are still around are the game companies who are still making games therefore forcing you to use their clients yeah yep which is i mean we we still don't have halo sorry i almost said halo we still don't have half-life 3 so when's the last game and you never will yeah we'll never have it when's the last game that they actually made do they have they made a game in the past uh valve games Um, i don't think they've made like anything dota they're making too much oh they make dota artifact i don't know you know what that is it's a card game don't come after uh, my magic gathering come on uh, artifact and dota i think are the last things that they really it's been a minute may i mean and obviously dota became one of the most successful uh online games sure. of all time sure i didn't get uh, it but good for people who did yeah i mean it's a moba so you know 
Yeah, I just don't. I, I, I have not gotten into them yet. One thing I'm going to get into is Anthem. I honestly have been missing playing the game. It's not, uh, I mean, it's not, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say it's like amazing, but I really, uh, I really like the game. I know that the reviews have been coming out and they're asking about, you know, are they going to fix uh, load times? My guess is we're going to get a fix in load times. I didn't, I will say I had pretty high load times when I was playing. Um, they're more than likely going to fix it. This reminds me of uh, when Bloodborne first came out. And Bloodborne yeah. had like 45 seconds, a minute, maybe over a minute of, uh, of waiting. And that's a single-player game. Um, just if you were to score Anthem right now, what would you score it? Uh, I'd say seven. If you, if, okay. Like, Guess what it's at. What's it at? 61. 61. Okay. <clears throat> I don't think it's that low. I don't think it should be that low. Um, I, I liked what I played of it. Um, yeah. I don't think it's like it's not amazing. It's I mean I'm not like addicted to it. I really liked what I played of it. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that it accomplished what it was setting out to accomplish in regards to the gameplay. Um, level wise, they've got some some work to do, but I think they're going to get there. But the ease, as you can see in this video here, of that's basically what I did whenever I had a really bad problem was I just got out, and being mm -hmm. able to just leave and get out of uh you know danger was really cool that's why i play winston and uh in overwatch because i'm a chicken <laughs> so the thing about this and everything that i've seen how do you not learn from destiny one's mistakes you're making the same ex like i know that they're saying that it's not destiny but it's destiny yeah it's destiny in iron man suits which to me spell success yeah it's like hey i've wanted to be iron man forever yeah i think iron man's one of the coolest heroes in 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 marvel just mm -hmm. because i'm all about the normal people who have just super awesome tech and then you leave your game mm -hmm. relatively empty to start is from what i'm seeing uh you know i've watched several hours of it on twitch mm -hmm. at this point just because i wanted to get a feel for it and i haven't i haven't bought it yet and then you you pair that with awful yeah. load times. Not bad load times. Freaking yeah. awful. Yeah, so they we're, we're looking at an article here. The load time into free play. So this is just kind of adding it up. I'm going to just do this real quick. Load, load time into free play is 140, 154 seconds. Exiting uh, free play to your reward screen is 19 seconds. Loading into Fort, the, in the Fort Tarsus, is 101 seconds loading into the forge is four waiting for the it to show up is four and then loading into free play against 149 the reason that they went through this is to show it's 130 uh, sorry 431 seconds seven minutes and 18 seconds if you just ch forgot to change like you know to gear up the right way Maybe, just for context i could have played three games of tetris 99 yes which we've been loving tetris 99 yeah. yeah i've I mean, I like Tetris. I'm not great at it. It's fun. No. Uh, but this... It's instant gratification. It's instant gratification. It's so quick. Um, I don't... And I think maybe because I haven't played Tetris in so long and now the, the Dark Souls games have made me to the point where I don't care about losing anymore that I've... <laughs> like, I really like Tetris 99 because, like, I'm like... I'm like, oh, that was a really bad play. Oh, well, let's keep going. <laughs> How great is that where you're just like, the Souls games have beaten me into submission. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the point now where I'm like, yep, that was that was really bad. Like I think it's a healthier it's a healthier reaction to uh than like wanting to like tear up your switch or like throw mm -hmm. it against the wall. Um even my wife was playing it yeah. and enjoying it well enough. She plays better than me more times than i did oh really uh what, yeah what's your highest you gotten so far I'm i've gotten curious. four once dang okay i got to 20 and i was really happy about that um today on lunch i got 10 but uh i feel like i'm gonna have to get super lucky to get a win yeah i'm, I'm still curious how how do the uh the gray blocks that pop up on the bottom how is mm -hmm. that how does that like occur is that based on how other people are playing or how you're playing because i couldn't figure that yeah. out 
That's people targeting you. That's oh. garbage. That's that's garbage being sent to you by people clearing lines. Okay. Well, see, I haven't even tried that yet. I've just been playing. A, I've just playing, been playing Tetris the whole time. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a there's a Kotaku article that explains okay. the meanings pretty well. But you've noticed that the guys like all the little screens, right? That yeah. You can see yeah. on the left and the right. You can. So you can nice. have a thing where it like sets where who it's going to target or you can like literally target them so what i've been doing is right before i'm about to drop like a three or four line mm -hmm. clear i find whoever's about to die and i tap <laughs> on them real quick and then i and then i drop four lines of garbage on okay. them so that's how i've been getting my ko's yeah. um but there's a thing that ex the, the one that i haven't figured out is what it means on the left meter when it's blinking yeah versus when it's solid because i've gotten like the garbage it's like hey garbage is about to hit you if you don't clear some lines but i don't understand the blinking part at all yeah yeah i, I, uh, I understood the i understood the idea i just didn't know where the garbage was coming from so that makes sense yeah. now. um because sometimes like i've had really good runs uh and was mm -hmm. able to clear out the garbage and do really well and maybe i maybe i placed in like i don't know 40 something or 50 but but like mm -hmm. it was it was a good like flow and good organization mm -hmm. if you will and then sometimes like i just get targeted like crazy and like i barely got i barely took out two lines before and and like my playing wasn't bad but i guess just whoever was targeting me is just luck of the draw so that's one thing i like about it is you know you're like i said because i've been beaten into the to the point of being of complacency in video games and i think magic the gathering did that to me as well it's like eh, if you lose you lose that's fine yeah, so it's it's a super bummer thing about Anthem. Uh, I didn't mean to segue completely into Tetris 99. It's just that that game is so good. It was shadow dropped and it's free. Oh, yeah. Uh, it... There's obviously conversations that are kind of going to come out about this. It's like, is this EA's fault? Is this EA pushing a developer like Bioware into making something out of their element and they just didn't do it well? Is it something where it's going to be a Destiny-style thing where you trust in the fact that, like Bungie did, even though Bungie was a shooter maker, like they knew how to make shooters before, mm -hmm. and and Bioware does not. Um, you can say what you want about Mass Effect, but it's not a shooter. It's not. Uh, no, it's not. It's, is it something where they can that ea will let them believe in it and make it better mm -hmm. is this a sign of the times with ea affecting it or is it just the fact that bioware tried something different it didn't work out and hopefully that doesn't mean that dragon age 4 is either not going to happen or it's going to you know be bad it's i i'm I've seen a lot of hyperbole about Bioware in the last couple of days. I'm not ready to throw in the towel on them. This is a bummer that the load times are that terrible. Yeah. Like, it doesn't surprise me that a game, it's an MMORPG. It doesn't surprise me that it's starting slow. Like, it, unless you're somebody like, wow, uh, it nobody seems to ever really start that well. I'm sure there's some other game. Guild Wars 2 is pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, I really liked playing this, that at a launch. Did you play that at yeah. launch? No. Okay. I have a very like selected thing about him. Like I have to be ready, okay. and I've only been ready a couple times in my life. That's how Final Fantasy fourteen got me. Uh, it was the it, perfect timing sure. to start that game. Um, I hope that it works out for them. I'm not ready to say that Bioware is done. I think that people are ready to use it as a way to trash on EA owning Bioware. But the thing that I keep reminding people is that EA has been the owner of Bioware since. Bef right before Mass Effect 1 came out, which is what started their trend of Mass Effect, Dragon Age, uh, Star Wars, The Old Republic. Like, they've been there the entire time of Bioware's uh, heyday, I guess, for lack of better words. So, like, don't jump on them too quickly. Yeah. And uh, EA did uh, Apex Legends. So, mm -hmm. so, there you go. It's, yeah. It's it's something we can. Apex Legends is also dope. Yep. You know what else is dope? We we may be getting Game Pass on Switch. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Not the weirdest. Like, but yeah, okay. I, I Game Pass because it allows basically all these different like basically the Game Pass is like a Netflix of, of video games. Um, being able to do this on Switch, I think, is really weird and interesting and it's just another f you to sony i mean at that point if if this happens and you can play all these games on your switch you can play you can 
give Microsoft money via your Nintendo account is the weirdest thing. But at the same time, I think that shows that shows maturity if it is going to happen. I don't we this is rumor right now. Yeah, but it's com it's completely rumor. So there's a weird thing here where there's two parts of this story uh, that is again a rumor. Yeah. Uh, one is that some Xbox "Quote unquote exclusives may be waking, making their way over to Switch, like Ori in the Blind Forest, mm -hmm. which Ori and the like. That's a great game to be on the mm -hmm. Switch. That makes absolute perfect sense. Um, and then, as a part of that, the other part of the rumor was Game Pass coming to Switch via a streaming service, and that's where it gets a little rough. Mm -hmm. Uh, so as we talked about, I want to say November or December, whenever I tried out Google's uh google stream yeah uh, project stream that we also talked about the fact that microsoft has one and it's called xcloud so they're talking about the rumor is is xcloud going to come to switch and then therefore make it to where you can play uh game pass games via xcloud on the switch because the switch can't run xbox games it's no just, there's it no way the hardware there yeah there's no way it can do it it has to do it with the power of the cloud mm-hmm yeah, streaming it could work, and it, it could be a possibility. It's something that, you know, uh, a few years ago, Sony tried this, and it didn't do well. Um, but if if Microsoft has it ready, if they can really optimize this, then it'd be really great for those of us who have a decent internet connection. Yeah, uh, this just lends further to the discussion that we had a couple weeks ago where they they it's this is a really like this story is starting to steamroll so a couple weeks ago we talked about on this show uh that they had announced that xbox live in some capacity might be coming to switch in terms of like you could uh communicate potentially there may be achievements they haven't talked too deeply into it and then now this other rumor pops up about game pass potentially coming to switch what is going on like this is all so crazy but it also makes me wonder and i just came up with this just while you were just talking mm -hmm. about the fu to sony yeah. what if xbox what if they're getting out of the hardware game i like two generations from now does since they have uh since they have ex ex their exclusives go cross-platform right yeah. now between xbox and pc Let's say they leave Xbox as a console behind after next gen because they have a relationship with Nintendo, because they have this xCloud thing that could be viable, and because they still have a giant market in everybody that is PC. I'm going to be honest. I, I would not... I think that would be an amazing uh, uh, level of foresight for them to do that. Um Gaming, just like everything else, is changing, mm -hmm. and it's becoming more. Uh, you know, last was it last console generation brought us more digital purchasing than ever. Now it's that's just the norm. Um, so much has changed. And online gameplay. And online gameplay. Um, mm. It would not surprise me. As sad as it is for me as a gamer, uh, as an old school gamer, like it would not surprise me if that happened. And you didn't have as many uh, console makers. Um, and you had more stream, more services, more, uh, you know, software as a service, essentially, rather than the hardware business. Because now, I mean, like we're talking about, you know, this phone being able to run some pretty decent gameplay on it. If we're, if we're, let's say Xbox got out of it, not, not the Xbox one generation, but the Xbox two generation, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. if they got out of it after that, we're talking what, uh, Eight, six, six, seven, eight years from now. Six to ten years. Yeah, uh, at that point, at that point, can you know? Uh, in the, I'm in, thinking like I'm thinking like by 2030, mm -hmm. is the Xbox still there? I mean, are any of them still? I mean, Nintendo's talked about the same thing too, where they they've had um, a growing or not growing, but they've had a brief conversation where it's like they're looking beyond console sales. I think Sony's even talked about it a little bit. Like two generations from now, this is all weird, but the I just continue to think 
I want to know how crazy E3 is going to be. Yeah. I want to know if Sean Layden's going to walk on stage with a Switch. Yeah. I want to know if the Nintendo Direct is going to have like an Xbox controller. It's not going to. But the Sean Layden one, I think, is a lot more <laughs> likely that he comes out on there like on that stage with a Switch. Yeah. And if he does, it's going to be the most baller move ever. But this is all. I know this is all rumors. This is all sure. crazy. But it it just it these little these little stories keep popping up about. Uh, relationships between Microsoft and Nintendo, and what's really crazy at this is that this all started with Fortnite crossplay. Mm -hmm. All because of Fortnite. Fortnite's big enough that it can do that, though. Um, I don't know. Nuts. Just ever since you, ever since you, you mentioned it, I've just been like envisioning. Okay, what would the future of gaming be for? the future of gaming not necessarily like retro console collecting and everything that's always going to be a thing but mm -hmm. but will we get to a point where kind of apple was trying to do this with the apple tv and being able to play video games on it we mm -hmm. get to a point okay. where just your your tv itself has enough cpu uh, processing to be able to stream gameplay off the x off the x cloud or whatever and then you just have have a digital uh Netflix style subscription to get mm -hmm. video games or you buy them a la carte and you just have a con uh, controller and your TV and that's it. Be beautiful. It would, I, I mean, it'd be sad at the same time, but it'd be beautiful. It, like in the, in terms of just like, imagine like Marie Kondo. Your house <laughs> that's exactly like, what I was going to say. <laughs> she would freaking love it. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know what you think the future of gaming would be. Do you envision a game, a gaming uh, future like that? Or are you going to stick to the physical copies uh, of games? Have you moved into buying digital only or are you still buy physical games? I like I like physical games. I'm not I like physical games yeah. on my PS4. Yeah. Switch on my switch digital. Uh, yeah. yeah. See, you see. Yep. So we're moving into the future already. Let's um let's see, we we only have a handful of people. Should we do our uh what the heck? My time's gone. Uh should mm. we should we talk about our adaptations or wanna just end it there for tonight? I want to know, like, what's something that you want to talk about in gaming? So I asked that question. We got one response from one of our loyal listeners on Facebook and Alex saying, best video games that were made out of movies or TV. So not, uh, not uh, the other way around, not movies based on video games mm -hmm. or TV based on video games, but video games that came out of existing products i know you've you've done a little bit of digging on this i have i'm going to i'm going to name ones that came to mind um legit came to mind okay the lion king on genesis yeah that game's hard it's very hard but i've literally never beat uh, <laughs> never beat the hyena chase yeah i've i almost beat the game um but i did beat aladdin and aladdin okay. was a great adaptation i know that's both disney uh, but that was it, that was just great, and just like the hyena chase, I never got out of the cave of wonders. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it was. I mean, well, back then, I guess games had to be harder because your your game actually wasn't that long, other than RPGs, mm. obviously. Um, but yeah, there's there's quite. I mean, there's quite a few games that have been adapted from uh, from movies. Uh, what, mm -hmm. what you got? Before you say it, as far as the old game, it's funny. I actually heard literally somebody talk about that uh, yesterday. Where I think about the old games and how even the console ones were were built with the arcade mentality yeah. of like pumping quarters into them. They were totally like, "You're going to play these forever. You're only going to get three lives, sucker. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Good luck on Contra without the Konami code." <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm not going to start with my favorite yet, but what I I am going to start with uh, something where until I really started thinking about this topic. Um, it didn't come to mind right away. WWF Smackdown Ooh, on the I PlayStation. Didn't, I didn't even think about it. We were talking movies and TV, and I didn't even think about the greatest soap operas of all time being on uh, on video games, because that's really what wrestling is. I, come on. Absolutely. <laughs> I have a very, a very fond it. memory mm -hmm. of uh, a guy I used to hang out with, and SmackDown 2 came out, 
I went over to his house. We literally played uh, for two days straight. Yeah. Like we might have slept like a couple <laughs> hours, but we beat every mode. We got the tag team championship together. Like we decided who was going to be the champion. Like we did all these different mm-hmm. hells in the cell. Mm-hmm. Like it was where they put hell in the cell in the game. Yeah. Oh man, SmackDown! I know that a lot of people like uh, what is it on the sixty-four. So um, I like the um, okay. There, there's the WWE. Um, I forgot the name of WWF. Uh, no, no, I feel like no, no's in the word. No mercy. No mercy. Yeah. There we go. That's the one that everybody likes. I actually loves. liked more than that. I know that No Mercy had like a lot of customization and everything, but I actually f- liked the uh WCW versus NWO. Revenge. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was the same engine, the same game company made the made both of them. Mm-hmm. Um was it was it Revenge? Yeah, yeah, it was Revenge. Yeah. And that game I mean, no joke, had like 70 wrestlers. Everybody. Everyone was in it. And then you could make your own uh, you know, wrestlers as well. So you had all these others you could make your own wrestler and it was down to like every single every single move set that was the one of the first times being able to customize a character and to be able mm-hmm. to do exactly what i wanted it to do and uh yeah you make... i always felt like sting wasn't fair in that game i felt like sting was the most op yeah character but then again in ww in smackdown i was always stone cold of the rock so <laughs> Uh, Jason in the chat, you know, you mentioned you brought up a game, Jason, that I wasn't sure if I should put on the list because I was like, does it count as a TV show first or are we counting as a comic book? Did the game come out after the movie? But Team NT is a great call, mm-hmm. um, especially Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time was amazing. Um, and I didn't get to play it until like recent years because I didn't have the, I didn't have the SNES. So, wait, for real? Yeah. For real. Like you didn't play it until it, as and an adult. As an adult. Wow. As an adult. I also didn't play Link to the Past until I was an adult. Uh, I know. I know. It's crazy. Uh, we'll let that go. I know. I know. The, I don't actually. I don't like I, that. That's probably like the tenth time you've said that to me, and I still never let it go. I know. So no, I'm probably never gonna let it go. Remember, I didn't have a SNES. That's like that's my yeah. one of my biggest regrets. I've I have a couple regrets in in my life. That's one of them. Um, wh- so what you got next? Oh man. Uh, Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll admit I stole this from you because you you said it when you were like rattling off things uh, we were talking mm-hmm. before. But Home Alone was <laughs> so bad it was good. Um, I played the crap. I loved that movie. I've oh, seen yeah. that movie hundreds of times. I know a lot of people could say that, but like I've seen that movie hundreds of times. Oh yeah, that's that's one of the most quotable movies ever. Uh, I will say when I was a kid. I liked uh, it. Same thing with Back to the Future. I liked the second one better than like the first one when I was a kid. Really? When I was a kid, and oh, then when the I first one far superior. Yeah, first one was so much better. But like as a kid, because uh, in in the first in, in the second Home Alone, he was in New York, and he had that yeah. he had the Talk Boy, which yeah. didn't even exist. I had one of those. I had one of those yeah. too. Yeah, um, and that was just that was amazing. And then same thing with Back to the Future. I mean. He, you know, you're in the future and you got a hoverboard and like when you're a kid you're like that's so cool and then when you get to be an adult you're like this the story's so, not there so I bought the the duo of those two movies uh, during Christmas this year because yeah. I decided to buy a whole bunch of things I don't know if you saw my Facebook post on it whenever I was watching Home Alone 2 those guys died yeah. so many times oh, like yeah. All the stuff that he did to him, like, he is a murderer. <laughs> he is. He straight murdered them. I will say I but... love – he he just did an interview on uh, Joe Rogan because, like, he's been, mm. he's been like, in the spotlight more now. Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Nice. Uh, I got to watch that. He spent, like, a couple years in Paris. Like, just – apparently someone was – one of his friends, his friends were in Paris, and they're like, hey, you should move here and learn French and eat – and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do that next week." And then he just why not? He, why not? Um, he's still living off uh, the money from Home Alone because he invested it properly. And even though he lives la- not lavishly, I mean, he's a smart man. You make that much money, and he's still Richie Rich. Yeah, exactly, Richie Rich money right there. <laughs> Casper, Casper the Friendly Ghost. God, he was in Casper. Yeah, he was. He was Casper. The very end of the movie. <laughs> no, no, he was not. Yeah, wasn't he? He might have been Casper's voice, but he was not Casper. No, the very end of the movie when uh, Christina Ricci Mm-mm. sees him. Mm, nope, that was up. not him. Wasn't it? It wasn't him. Wasn't. Hold on. Bet, I bet you a dollar. I'm, am I having one of those uh, one of those Mandela effect moments? Uh, movie. Uh, yeah. Ending. I thought it was him. 
there's and I, the guy that it the guy that was that even like has it i think i think it's on like his twitter or something where he's like oh yeah yeah i was him. like famous for two seconds I yeah was. you're yeah so i i totally had that i had that moment he was in my girl yes. and richie rich of course and the good son home alone uh yeah um the nutcracker uh ballet because, yeah if you it's on streaming on it was streaming on netflix it's probably still on there but there's like a nut okay. there's a nutcracker movie adaptation of the play the nutcracker yeah. uh and he does ballet because he was a ballet dancer interesting yeah anyways uh got another one for you total, total recall on the nes did you ever play that so one? are you na- are you naming best or worst both those are so bad okay. it's so good okay so those, those are so okay. bad it's good sorry those for those of you who don't know patrick's taste he <laughs> loves terrible things I, I i i find joy in uh in in the the terror and the horrible abominations uh that are on i think there. blink a, i think blank check was him wasn't it oh no Bl- you ask you ask you ask a great question jason no wasn't that uh wasn't that that other kid um the guy that was in milk money or something oh, uh blank check that was brian bonsall i don't know who that is but i know that kid's face i'm i'm like looking up his face now because i'm like i don't remember i i i remember the movie yeah yeah i remember that yeah yeah, yeah I remember definitely, that kid's definitely face. not him um, not macaulay culkin but a very similar thing yeah where it's like they were all the same, right? Yeah, that kid, uh, the kid from Blank Check, was in Family Ties. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I got. Okay. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, you get one of those. But Total Recall, dude, that game is. <laughs> oh. Okay. okay. Yeah. It was pretty okay, bad. List, I just had to say. It. Go my, ahead. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna get to my favorite yet, but Goldeneye, dude. Okay. Probably the best game adapted and having a name of any movie ever. That's one of the best movie, one of the best games like on Nintendo sixty four. The the thing that basically like that it's the only brought mu- uh-huh. multiplayer first person shooter like that. It's 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 bad now. It oh, does yeah. not hold up at, at all. But think about that in terms of like one of the first games where you're like playing with your friends mm-hmm. in a in the team deathmatch or like a or a free for all type thing. Uh, where you had those things where it's like, you're screen cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, just the the one player, the campaign, like, I, I still remember, like, especially the first level where you go in, you shoot the dude in the bathroom, like, yeah. oh, that game was so good. So, that was a good time. Yeah, it was those good stuff. No, it's slappers, paintball mode. I remember playing Goldeneye uh, at one of my friend's houses and we took the n64 from his room into the living room because we needed to play on a bigger tv there were four of us and we mm-hmm. were playing on the big tv that was a 36 inch tv with four sp- <laughs> like not just split in two split in four ways mm-hmm. uh but the game was still still so good it was it was perfect still, yeah so great yeah what else you got <sighs> i got two more the matrix on, uh, you talking about that? You talking about the PlayStation Two game? Yeah. That was a fun. Game. It was fun. It made me feel like I was like in the Matrix. Like the gameplay was interest was a. Uh, I'd been playing like a bunch of like the Jedi Knight games around that time, and it right. kind of felt like that. But I didn't feel like I had to. I was more immersed. Where it, when I ever I played uh, Jedi Knight, like I was thinking about like keyboard shortcuts and stuff and that, right. that game i wasn't thinking about it it's just like you do and it was really cool being able to do like wall runs and, and uh doing the dive and bullet yeah. bullet time was just amazing and even though the second movie sucked like in comparison to the first the i mean the third one was even worse than that but yeah. the fact that uh it was really cool how it integrated itself into the second movie where while the neo uh thing is going on you are uh a side character uh in there in like the fact they they merged that story in yeah there, which was and that's what i really i really, really appreciated cool. that yeah what, what else you got so you mentioned the franchise there uh and i'm just gonna go all-encompassing because we've done we've done star wars before yeah but 
There are so many good games that have come out of that movie franchise. And just the to name a few with Rogue Squadron, Mm -hmm. with Shadows of the Empire, with the Star Wars trilogy arcade game, with Kotar. Uh, I'm gonna stop there because I'll just keep going forever. Oh, yeah. But I just played. I just played Jedi Academy, like for for the Gold Plus Roundup. The first 15 years of my life are littered <laughs> with Star Wars games. Not so much the last few years. Come on. Yeah. Come on, Respot. I'm really hoping. Give it to me this fall. I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping. But yeah, I could. I could do the same thing. Everything from Tie Fighter. Uh, the Dark Knight, the the Dark Forces series was like totally my jam. Like, I know that everyone really liked. Um, uh, I think people liked it from Dark Forces uh, two onward. I thought the first one was still great, but yeah, once mm-hmm. you got, once you got a lightsaber in those games, it was just amazing. I even said in the in our Gold Plus Roundup review that that's gonna air later on. Um, I even stated like, if you're not using a lightsaber in this game, you're not even living. Like. It's like why use they have they have Hans Blaster in the game. Who cares? <laughs> like never cared. Like as as awesome as Han is in the movie, I've never cared about being him in the games whatsoever. Like if I want to be anybody with a blaster in Star Wars, I want to be freaking Boba Fett. Yeah. Like there's no one else I want to be other than Boba. Fett. Maybe Stormtrooper. I mean, when we get to Battlefront Two, that's a different thing. But you want to be Boba Fett, not Han. No. If you're if you're a good guy, you want a lightsaber, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, I've got I got one more before before Me too. you. Okay, and I may I may steal yours. Let's see if it's let's see if I steal I it. I doubt it. Spider Man. No, you did not okay. steal it. But that is I that is a good call. <laughs> um, I know there. Now are we talking new Spider Man, or are we or we're we also throwing in Spider Man Two in there. I'm putting Spider Man Two in there. I'm totally yeah. putting Spider Man Two in there. Um, and uh, it was one of the first games. You know, it was around when Grand Theft Auto Three and everything was going on, and it lent yeah. lent itself very well. And I'll give an honorable mention to this because no one ever talks about it. But the Superman Returns game on PlayStation Two, uh, which I thought was pretty good. It's basically the same thing as Spider-Man, except you fly yeah. around as Superman. But it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. I just want to let... So have you heard of a game called Steep? No. What is that? Well, okay, hold on. Steep? No, the uh, the winter it's, sports game? It's like a, yeah. Yeah, I just played so, it. So it has nothing to do with this conversation other than the fact that like somebody posted on, on a group I'm in where it's like, Steep might be the worst game I've ever played. And I was like, Superman 64. Yep. Yeah, kidding. <laughs> Fly uh, through some rings, more, more rings. I get, I get the idea of the game is you're not supposed to be in Metropolis. You're in a simulation that Lex Luthor created. But come on, sure. it's stupid. It's stupid. So what's your number one? Uh, and again, they, I found out after looking through this, there's a whole bunch of uh of great games. But the one that like really stuck with me is kind of along the lines of the TMNT thing where I'm like, do I throw this in here or not? And that's Telltale's The Walking Dead. I totally Now you can do this with a lot of Telltale's, yeah. uh, but Telltale's Walking Dead, that series has meant a lot to me. Um, not because I'm a big Walking Dead fan either. It's because it got me into a genre where I didn't realize that I could love a game so much that really is like just playing through uh, a story you're ba- it's like a what do you call it is it a digital novels not the right the right word but um the uh, visual visual novels yeah, yeah. visual novels yeah. the word i was looking for playing through a visual novel i never thought that i would get so much emotion yeah. out of playing through a visual novel and calling that a video game and it's life is strange is another one of those but it started with me playing the first walking dead yeah. game um and still so good all, all of them have been great the michonne one was like a little weird that it got thrown in there but it was still a lot of fun um i played the first but, two and i really liked both of them but i mean telltale's guardians of the galaxy was really good too i mean yeah i really i would like uh, to see more but unfortunately it's not gonna happen I have to give Alex credit here. I made a very joking comment. I was like, this this topic's probably not going to have much air. So whenever <laughs> he brought it up, I said Batman forever. Uh, because it's the worst. Uh, it's so terrible. Um, I remember playing that on Genesis. Awful. And I was it's absolutely awful. And I, I, I wanted to like, I, I liked it only because of the visuals. Because it was like motion captured 
Like, yeah, like really weirdly done. Yep, yep. Similar to um, Mortal Kombat, where they they literally did multiple pictures, photographs, not of yeah, not a, a rotoscoping. Um, yeah, but I really wanted to like it because of that, and because I liked that movie. Um, mm-hmm. I, Absolutely, I, I, she's Carrey, is, is. Come on, Jim Carrey's amazing yeah. in that. Yeah, and Val yeah, Kilmer. Val uh, Kilmer's not a bad Batman. I'm serious. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Uh, and no, and like, it wasn't anything like Batman and Robin. Um, yeah, so it turned out that this this topic was actually really good. And it encouraged me. So I want to start putting it out there on a more weekly basis. Uh, I'll, I'll probably post it a few times on this page a week. So if you aren't following um, the This Week in Our Collective Heads on Facebook already, please do so. And I want to hear just, you know, if you're thinking about something game related, uh, I'm going to throw out a thing like, hey, what do you want us to talk about this week? I want to talk about what you guys want to talk about. I want you guys to join that conversation. Uh, so I appreciate Alex kicking that off for us. Uh, and feel free um, to look out for those posts in the future. And because me and Patrick enjoy it. I actually, uh, I think this turned into a really good topic that yeah, we talked about. So I'm glad stuff. we did. Like you said, we have the gift of gab. So let us know in the comments what you want us to talk about and let us know your favorite uh, video game adaptation from a movie to a video game. And uh, maybe we'll do another where we talk about our actual movies that we liked that were movie adaptations of video games. Uh, Mario Brothers? Uh, Mario Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about things that Patrick likes because they're so bad that Patrick loves them. Nah. Nah, we'll, we'll talk about good they, ones. <laughs> what good ones? I don't know. You'll find out. Tomb Raider? Yes. <laughs> See you later. Later. <laughs> Thanks for watching This Week in Our Collective Heads. Uh, Subscribe over here and click the bell, and that way you'll know about any new videos that we put up, because we put up a lot of uh, gameplay, a lot of stories from games and stuff like that, and gameplay is down here. Yeah, and you got more editorials and new stuff down here. Check it out.